sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Thank you for showing up today. Oh, my God, I overslept. And if I look at this, the room, the gallery, the only person who I think got up on time this morning was Richard Dugan. How you doing, Dr. D? <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm looking at, at Oh, everybody's hair is a little. My hair is the worst. That's because. Oh, well, I, I don't know. Uh, take a look at my hair. There you go. Well, <laughs> I guess. Shakir's in the room. He's dynamite. Okay. We got Sierra Boatwright. She's over security opportunity. All right. People are starting to fall in. Anthony Rodriguez is in the house. More people are clicking in. Don Sanders. I have to let him in. It is going to be a wild rodeo day. So let's start off in that way. And let's get right to San Marcos High School Royal Recap. Shakir Ahmad. Hello, hello, I'm Shakir, and welcome back to the Royal Recap. All right, so this is the last time I've been on. We had a couple more McDonald's Athlete of the Week. And as well, we're going to give a shout out to all the fall sports that have finished their seasons and look into the winter sports who are just starting up this week. All righty, so starting with the Athletes of the Week since last time, we've had Hank Jessup from Varsity uh, Water Polo. We've had Natasha Gill for her second time from Girls Tennis. We've had Chris Vanier also from Water Polo. And for this week, it's yours truly as Athlete of the Week. I- wow! Wow! <laughs> nice! So congrats to all those athletes, including myself. Wow, wow! Own it, own it! Own it! I got, I got to, I just, just, I'm on the air, so I mean. Beautiful. Take advantage. And you, and you right. already called, Shakir, you already called that you're going to do it, right? This year, we're going to win the league, right? Or how far do you think you're going to go? Are you going to go like Sierra said, we're going to win CIF? She was kind of curt. Um, she had attitude. I'm, I'm aiming for CIF this year, but we just got to take it one game at a time, humble ourselves, yeah. and just play hard. Nice. So we'll see what, what comes out of that. So what were the numbers for Athlete of the Week that you did, that you hit? Uh, but Like, how did I do to, like, earn? Yeah, touch? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, so I was going to say this for later on, but I just always hop to it now. But on Tuesday, we had our first game against Oxnard. Unfortunately, we lost 58-54. We kind of blew it off oh. at the end, but I had a pretty solid game, if I do say so myself. And we looked good overall. We just need to finish off a little bit better. But <sighs> we have a lot of potential for this coming up year, and I'm looking forward to it. Very nice. And tonight, we have our first home game against Ventura, so... We're going to put on another good show and try to pull out the W this time. Nice. Very nice. So what we'd like to do is we'd like to give you a little, um, I don't know what you would say, like we're going to put together a little gift pack for you because we've still never really, really warmed and welcomed you. And it's going to have some cash in there. Okay. That we have cash. And then we're going to do, no, no, not personally, but you're going to share with the team. It's going to be like a team builder. Okay, 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 so yeah. um, what we'll do is the next home game. What we'll do is I can't go to this one, but the next one we'll we'll bring that over. Okay, we'll go to the game, and I'll introduce myself to your coach, and then your name will be on the check, and then I give specific instructions that 
uh, you're the, you're responsible. You get to have that, that you know, a, a large voice as to what you want to do with that money. I don't want you to buy basketballs with it, all right? You hear me? Uh, I don't care if you want to put it towards paintball or pizza, whatever, all right? But we really, Shakir, you're awesome. We thank you so uh, much. Thank you so much, so much. Thank you. I'm so, blessed. I'm blessed. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, you're going to give a hug to, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Jihadami, because I, we go back a long way, and he's a, he's a really good man. So very, very, very happy. We have more, or are we, are we royally recapped? Uh, we have a little bit more, real quick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, then, then Don's got a question. Go ahead. Should I just go with it first? Oh, you go with it, baby. I'm going with it. All righty. So for sports now, I've come to an end uh, with the winter sports. Uh, football finished their season four and six. Uh, girls golf finished their regular season nine and eight, and we're six and four in league. Girls tennis finished their regular season 15 and one, and we're nine and one in the league. Uh, girls volleyball finished their regular season 18 and six, and we're seven and three in the league. And boys wow. water polo finished their regular season 19 and 13, and we're four and two in the league. And I may or may not have forgotten to find the stats for cross country, so I do apologize to them. But I think overall, all our sports did very well. So shout out to all of them. Nice. And Don then, Sanders has a question. Yeah, oh, yes. Hi, Shakira. I was going to ask you, what is your position? And if you've already said before, I apologize. Uh, I'm more of like an off-ball shooting guard. So okay. I'm like I'm the guy who just attacks gay buggies. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I like that. I'm a beautiful. So I mean, yeah. Game. All around. So how important how important is for you if you were so inclined to get in a relationship that you could throw a free throw? No. You don't care if she's athletic or uh, what kind of, do you like more of a trophy girlfriend or you like a, you know, are you thinking about Jean? Are you thinking about a Jean pool? You know, I don't know. Cause I always tell my boys. I'm not about the, a trophy girlfriend. I need, I need someone who like works out. does like similar stuff with me. It's like nice. Not afraid to be yourself. So like that's, that's, that's what I need. I want. Oh, just asking it because they're both good. They are both good. And Everyone has a preferences. So. <laughs> and you're 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 just beautiful. I mean, that's okay to say. Okay, oh, that's you are. You're a beautiful. You're just a wonderful, beautiful being. I mean, I oh. I I just I you you just I mean you 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 shine. You're it's amazing. It's great. You shine a great light. You're a born leader, and um so thankful to oh. um. Mr. Jihadami for introducing me to you. So anyway, get back to school, get back to work, and I will see you next, in a few weeks or next month. All right. God bless you. All right. Well, thank you for having me once again. Hi. Great. All right. Let's take a little break. This is Erica Salt of the Queen of Team. We'll be back with, I don't know, half the people are here. <laughs> you know what? We're going to be back with Anthony Rodriguez after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everybody. This is Anthony Rodriguez from the Food Bank of Santa Barbara County coming to you straight from the Food Bank. So we are really, really needing everybody's help. You know, this year has been very difficult um, for everyone. And uh, we really want to do our best to be able to provide something for our families. 
and we're really asking and hoping that you guys can help us out with the turkey drive drop-offs. You can buy a turkey for yourself and then, you know, add another extra one for a family in need. And you can drop it off at any of our warehouses. Um, you can drop it off at the Santa Maria one on 490 West Foster Road, Monday through Friday, 7 to 3. Also, the one in Santa Barbara, uh, 4554 Hollister Avenue, also from 7 to 3. Um, you can also drop it off at the American General Media over there in Santa Maria. And that is uh, by the Santa Maria Nissan Mazda. That would be awesome. That one is uh, 1001 East Battles Road. Also, uh, Montecito Churches sun on uh, Sundays. And also at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church. And that one is at 1300 East Valley Road. And All Saints by the Sea Church. And that is at 83 Eucalyptus Lane. Again, we're reaching out to you for you guys to help us out, be able to um, provide these turkeys. It could be a turkey, it could be a chicken, it could be ham. It could be just something good to be able to give them a little hope. And, um, you know, that's definitely what we need to do for our for everyone this year. You know, it's been really rough and we just got to keep our, our heads up and know that, you know, things will work out. We just got to stick together, support each other and be good to each other because that's definitely something that we need to do. And if you see somebody on the streets, just at least smile because you never know you might save a life. So keep that in mind. It's the holidays. Some of us, sometimes they are difficult, but just know that you can definitely brighten someone else's life as well as your own. So let's, uh, let's get these turkeys and, and chickens and, you know, hams out to all of our families as much as we can. So again, this is Anthony from the food bank, much love, respect, and thank you for everything. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of days. Today's the day. Today's Tuesday. Today's Turkey day. If that, somebody didn't know what today really was, today is to get a turkey and drop it off at the food bank. If you don't do anything else, ladies and gentlemen, listeners to this show, please, please, I'm asking you, ham, chicken, turkey. Um, if you're a veggie, it's okay. You could still get a turkey for somebody. Drop who, off some tofu. Drop off some. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's you a want turkey. We want to be able to put forth the love and kindness that this city actually has. So if you see one at the grocery store, you know, right today, the day you'd be getting your turkey, buy one and get another one for the food bank. That would be great. So if everybody did that, you got we've got to do is get the if grocery stores. If, if we all do that, there's not going to be an issue. Everyone have a meal for Thanksgiving. So today is the yeah. day to do that. I was wondering why I woke up. I have the hair of a person who woke up late. Okay. And <laughs> so I can go, I just got to throw a mask on. So that's okay. Everyone's going to look around, but uh, we're doing that today. Yes. Yeah. And so if you wonderful. can't find a turkey, you know, think about it. If you can't find a turkey, a chicken's good too. And a ham is good. Cause you know, that's, that's the thing is that, us at the food bank, there's such a shortage of food and a shortage of turkeys and meat that it's been it's difficult. It's been very difficult for us. So if you guys can go out there and you guys find it, anything helps. Anything helps. So keep that Excellent. in mind. Anthony, we're there for you. OK, this is a call to action. Very, very um, people wouldn't know this. So thank you for making us aware. Okay, because what you don't do for somebody else comes back around. So if you have the opportunity to do it and you, and you had the thought about it, just 
throw that bird in the in the cart and then drop it off at the ho- for us would be at the Hollister. And maybe they get the chance to meet you, Anthony. Yeah, I'll be I'll definitely be out there just uh, hoping to get some turkeys and, and some chickens in. Nice. All right. Thank you so much, Anthony. Hey, let's I'll leave the note. Uh, let's leave that note. Anybody ha- has any other shares uh, as far as that or any resources or advice? Sierra, Don, you have any uh, actually, ideas? Um, you, we often do gratitudes um, when we're in these shows. And one of the gratitudes that I wanted to uh, speak to was uh, the Salvation Army. So I love Killer Bee. I usually give a shout out to Killer Bee because they do such great work supporting families and uh, teen athletes in Santa Barbara, but we actually rent our space currently from the Salvation Army at the corner of um, Hollister and Turnpike right across oh, from San Marcos. Our buddies. And, um, they have a lot of additional food resources available for the community. They have a schedule uh, that if, if someone you know is looking for something that maybe they haven't been able to access resources for, they can drive by. There's a placard out front in the parking lot that's behind the Salvation Army, and it says what their uh, their days are for people to come by and you know um, receive that food support. So I I did want to give a shout out to the Salvation Army as an additional resource. Nice, beautiful. Same thing with the unity. I, I don't know. Yeah, the unity shop. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I got. We got to get less. Got. I got to reach out. We make a phone call to less. But yeah, that's what we got to do. We just got to support the community. Um, of course, the food bank, but there's other services as well that's out there for you. Um, if the, if you're short on one, we have a lot of other nonprofits in this community that really work painstakingly so hard to service. And it's what's got us through. We've had a fire. We've had a flood. We've had a pandemic. Thank God for the volunteers of our local nonprofits. Christine. Christine, I think it's time to pull a card. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Just pull it, baby. Okay. It's it's an energetic experience before we go to break. Pull that card, Christine. (laughs) All right. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Yay! The message for the holidays. Oh, this is a beautiful card. It's the star card. It's the most hopeful card in the deck. I love it. So I've got a mermaid on it. My favorite cards in the deck, and it's really about remembering why we're here. I believe I'm a human being having a spiritual. I'm, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience and in this human experience there is the full spectrum of life yeah heartache and pain and joy and love and all of those things and then and as we support each other it makes our our own lives better as we give to each other and we love each other and it just reminds us why we're here and gives us that sense of hope and isn't you know as we go into the holidays you know it's the christmas star we're coming onto the solstice and so yeah, let's let's all take some. Hey, hope she's and getting all teary. <laughs> hey, Christine, you're getting all teary. Well, because you water, because you're a star, I, I Christine. I like to think we are all a ray in the star of the heart of God, right? Yeah. And all of our, and each one of our hearts is also a star in that way, shining out to everybody else. Nice. And the more we love, the more love there is. And I think this is the time for that. And if we can love by giving a turkey, now I'm going to cry. If we can love. <laughs> by just saying hello to somebody, by smiling. It's such a, it's why we're here. 
why All I'm right. here. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave on that. Let's take a little break. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Tea. We'll be back with a lot more after these. I'm going to go. We do some hygge. More love is coming after these messages. <laughs> You're simply. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Dominique Hackett, and I'm going to share a Hackett's Hookah moment. I'm going to tell you a quick little story that's very appropriate to what we've been talking about this morning. So once upon a time, there was an old lady and an old man who lived in a cottage and uh, they lived out in the woods by themselves. It's very rare they had any visitors. And one afternoon, three elderly gentlemen came up to the door and knocked on the door. And the old lady, you know, she uh, welcomes guests into her home because guests are a blessing. And she, she wanted to welcome them in. But they said to her, only one of us can come in at a time. And you have to decide, you know, talk it out with your husband. You have to decide who of us gets to come in first. And so they explained to her their names were wealth, success, and love. So the old, little old woman and the, and the little old man, they sat in their cottage table and they thought to themselves, who will we invite in first? Well, wealth, you know, that's kind of fun. Everybody wants to invite wealth in. Um, success, that's, that's really important. Everyone wants to invite success in. But then the little old lady reminisced that without love, Wealth and success is just kind of empty. So she said, let's invite love in first. So they went out to the front door and they opened the door and they said, love, please come on in. And as love entered the house, wealth and success came in as well. And she was so surprised. And she said, I thought only one of you could come. And love explained, when you invite love in, wealth and success come along with me. That is my huga share for the moment. I'm hoping that all of us will be inviting love into our homes over the holidays. Very nice. <laughs> well, she kind of gave me a, a little bit of that story first because it was like, oh, what, you know, what would you let in? And uh, nicely, her mother and I both said love first. And she goes, well, you'll have to wait. What happens? <laughs> so I didn't get the end of the story. So thank you for that. So, um, so when you gather with your family on the holidays, share stories, because even if you don't have that much around your table food wise to share, when you share the nourishment of your heart and you share old stories of your family or old stories that you've heard, that nourishment makes whatever meal that's been prepared, it just makes it even more than more nourishing because you're nourishing your heart as well as the body. Nice. Beautiful. Don Sanders has got something to say to that. Yeah. And listening to you guys, I, I uh, had the good fortune to, to uh, come across yet another novel by Isabella Allende. Uh, one of my favorite authors. This one was called A Long Petal of the Sea. And in that, she's got uh, an 80-year-old doc uh, doctor who has lost his wife. And he suddenly, he's living out in the country in Chile. And he suddenly discovers that he has a daughter that he's never known. And so, you know, 
he and the daughter are both people who take care of the basics, you know, diet, exercise, sleep, get their to-do list done, get stuff done, or, you know, substitute a different uh, word for that S there. And, and so they both, they both track this little melancholy in their nature, you know, because she's his daughter, this little bit of melancholy that runs through their life, no matter how many good things they're doing for themselves, this tracks them like an enemy and it sometimes comes and and weighs them down and makes them feel heavy and so this man has lost his wife and he's getting older and and uh, he says he's finding himself turning into a hermit isolating and and the daughter says to him that would be that would be death in life do as I do. Don't wait to defend yourself against that enemy. Go out and confront it. It took me years in therapy to learn that, you know, so, so it's like, uh, you know, we human beings are gregarious. We're not programmed for solitude, but to give and to receive, you know, and so especially in the holiday seasons when people see all kinds of wonderful images of coming together and gathering on the, on the movies and in the TV. And if they don't feel that's happening in their lives, then melancholy can set in. So, I think more than ever, the best thing to do is turn that around into service for other people to, to go out and do something that'll make somebody else feel better and will lift your burden some. Nice. Very well said. That's so appropriate. I have some family members I may not be able to see for this Thanksgiving feast, and we're all planning to Zoom. And so we'll be sharing the nourishment of at least seeing each other over electronics, which I'm very grateful that we have this technology for that. Yeah, the one that's the one bright star out of this pandemic is the technology has been there to support the change yeah. in the world. And we'll never let it go. I, 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 am, I look at my kids' situation, my youngest, he works out of the house. And I can't tell you how many people are now working from home. They had to stay home and now they don't want to leave home, um, yeah. which is great. It's it's working. It's uh, people are looking at the numbers now and seeing that this is a very, very, if not more productive workforce. And I know as business owners, they were always afraid. Oh, no, you can't work from home because I think that nothing's getting done. But that's just not the case. That's not what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so. I, I mean, all in all, we're all. This Very is, responsible yeah. humans. We, we want to do the things that we commit to do. And by having a chance to be at home, we can also make sure that our children are being cared for or our elderly populations being cared for. So this is this is a wonderful blossoming that's occurring. Yeah. So you just have to as this change cracks open, um, I just tell everybody just to stay. I know it's frustrating for a lot. And then what happens if you if something triggers you, you get heated and sometimes you want to take that energy off on somebody else, but look in the mirror. That's just what I, I, that was my, my, my saying all last week, look in the mirror. Oh my God. Everyone is you know, look in the mirror, especially I think even Christine can talk about that. We're having uh, cosmically, we're having a huge month, double, double the eclipses and everything. This is, this is a very wild month. This is, this is the old West month. Would you say Christine? Yeah, and you know, um, Friday night there was a lunar eclipse. I believe it's in 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 the sign of Taurus, and it's the longest lunar eclipse in I don't know many 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 years. It's like it's three hours for this eclipse to go through on the west coast uh, here, one in the morning to 
four in the morning, I think. So if you're a late riser, you can watch it. But it, it talks, uh, you know, what I've been reading about this moon is it's about letting go of old things. It's about really, I think all, often eclipses are that, you know, moons, the moon represents emotions. And um, because, you know, it, the water moves with the moon around the world. If you haven't noticed, the, hot, the tides go high and low and um, our women's um, and young girls we cycle, yeah. we cycle with the moon um usually depending on our lighting <laughs> but um so it is it's a very powerful emotional time and when the moon is in shadow when it, it's about kind of looking into the dark places we don't normally look in in our emotions mm-hmm. um which actually it brings me to this like my, my this is my favorite quote um from Rumi, which, which is um this being human is a guest house every morning is a new arrival a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Mm-hmm. Welcome and entertain them all. Treat each guest honorably. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. It's really about feeling our feelings and really connecting in and, and this, and that, that actually totally segues into um, my third commitment of the 15 conscious commitments. Right. We're going to do that. Yeah. We're going to hit that after these messages Um, that, that uh, eclipse actually, I actually put it up on Facebook is 580 years. And what I recommend everybody before we go to uh, break is, and what Dominique and I did last week is take a pad and piece of paper. Things that bug you just go write them down, write them down. Just things that just annoy you and just go, even if it's a multiple day process, just write them down, write little posty stickets make a fire. And that's what we did on Friday. We just burned it all. And I'm telling you, I have felt because there've been things that I've been getting triggered by and things that have just been bugging me. And it's just, it's just not me. And I I'm, don't want to not uh, say, Oh, it's the eclipse. But um, since I did that ceremony, because it was part of my process to let it all go, I was so happy. And if I could share that, I just think that the next couple of days, it'd be the same thing for everybody, all of us. Uh, before Thanksgiving comes, because you're going to be getting involved in a lot of family. We've had the COVID, you know, you had issues on both sides of things and everybody knows what those issues are. So we could either make or break uh, some families. And I always wanted to start like on a reset. So do yourself a favor today, Tuesday, get a posty note, start writing that stuff down. And then before you get your turkey, buy an extra turkey. Okay. Cause you have to drop that extra turkey <laughs> over at the food bank. All right. Then that, then Tuesday night, just start throwing on a fire before you get on that zoom with your family and before you get together and just joys and smiles and happiness, hugs for everybody. And then when you do embrace somebody you haven't seen it for a long time, do that 20 second hug. I hugged my friend of mine yesterday. I haven't seen her in three years. I told her to bring it in and I didn't let her go. And I can feel the discomfort. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just, I am not letting you go. So, I mean, then I looked 20, at her. Takes 20 seconds for the oxytocin to yeah. release. Yeah. I believe it is. Which um, is a very beautiful hormone that is healthy in our system. Right. It promotes wellness and, and well-being. But the water in my eyes and her eyes pretty much told the story. You know, we missed each other. She moved she came back you don't get to see much of each other so beautiful beautiful times okay dr d we're going to take a break but where else can you find us 
Oh, you want to know where to find us? Well, we have a map. and. Uh, <laughs> you can find us in addition to on AM 1290 KZSB, the Santa Barbara News Press radio station. Uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, and uh, Amazon Music. Lots of those places online. Uh, and also at Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio or TeenSportsRadio.com. And we hope that you will. Nice. Beautiful. Let's take another little break. We've got Dr. Amy Salzman jumped into the room, but after these messages, we've got Christine Marie after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. Um, and we were talking about emotions just recently, <laughs> all show. And um, I wanted to talk about the third commitment in the 15 commitments of conscious leadership which talks about feeling all feelings. And they, are, they have two, usually two sections. You know, it's this agreement to, if we find ourselves below the line, we'll move ourselves above the line. And the above the line is, the quote here is, I commit to feeling my feelings all the way through to completion. They come and I locate them in my body, then move, breathe, and even vocalize them so they release all the way through. And that's versus what's below the line, which is, I commit to resisting, judging, and apologizing for my feelings. I repress, avoid, and withhold them. Um, and I think for our teen athletes and our youth, it's really important. You might not think about it now. I mean, I think about it as a, when I grew up as a child, there were emotions that weren't allowed in my household. And it took me decades to get to the place where I could acknowledge that that anger I felt in my body or the reaction I was having might have had to do with something else. And so when I sometimes when I feel fearful or frustrated or angry, I'll stop and I'll breathe and where I feel it in my body. And then I can understand that actually, and so I might be blaming somebody for something or feeling like somebody is trying to get me, but then I realize, wait a second, I'm just scared. I'm scared because of this and this, and this is bringing up an emotion for me that I don't like, and I'm going to take responsibility for it, and I'm going to feel it all the way through, and oh, okay, so now, you know, feel it in my body, stretch, move, make a noise, you know, whatever I need to do. Um, I don't have to do it in front of anybody. I can do it anywhere I want, you know, but I think it's really important, and that's really, I think it's interesting that that's the third commitment here, because, and especially in business, I thought, wow, they're talking about this in conscious leadership in their, they work with major businesses and corporations um, to really, so that we're coming into a place of honesty and integrity and transparency when something's upsetting to us and we're feeling it, 
that we acknowledge, wow, I'm feeling really angry about that thing that's happening. I'm going to deal with that, right? And then we can come back into a different kind of conversation where we can actually come into resolution. So I just want to honor that that uh, third commitment. And um, I believe that Dr. Amy had something to share, especially around the, the, the poem that I offered by Rumi. I would love, I look forward to hearing it. I would love to hear it. I was just going to go off of what Christine just said. Um, I think in an episode earlier on, I uh, offered a feelings practice. And I don't know if we got to talk about feelings as waves, but feelings come in waves. And at the top of the wave is a refractory period. But if we can learn what Christine was saying to what I call have our feelings without our feelings having us. So be aware of our feelings, honor them, give them time, give them space, give them the period they need to subside. Then we can choose our behavior. And it's not just me having my feelings. So I can have a wave or I can actually have multiple waves inside of me. So I can feel angry and sad or angry and afraid. But then if I'm interacting with Christine, Christine may also be having her own waves. And if our waves are peaking at the same time, then we can have an emotional tsunami. <laughs> but if Christine brings some calm to it, the situation while I'm having a big wave or I bring some calm while Christine's having a big wave, then it's not quite so intense. And Thanksgiving can be, or holidays can be, certainly a time where we can have family tsunamis. And even if you can bring this idea to your Thanksgiving table, you can say, whoa, we're having a family tsunami. Maybe we should all pause and take a breath and move to higher ground and come back. Uh, you oh, know, I like that. When, the, tide, when that. the tide's a little lower. Um. So it's something that we can use as a family language or as Christine was pointing out in a work environment, like, well, this thing's got a little heated here. Let's just take a minute. Everybody can go get a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or an apple, uh, maybe go to the bathroom and we'll come back and we'll start over. You know, I, um, maybe someone can address this for teens, but I remember when when I was a teen and I'd feel a really strong emotion, I felt like if I didn't get a chance to say what I wanted to say when I was in the heat of all that emotion, then like it wasn't fair because I wasn't being seen for who I was in my emotional state. And I I didn't recognize as a teen that the agenda that was important to me could be expressed without that huge amount of emotion. How do you work with teens to help them um, feel honored and seen, but not necessarily dive into that tsunami and try to splash upon everyone around them? So I think that I think there's two things um, for the teen. The analogy of the wave is super helpful. And for them to know that when they're at the top of the wave, which is called the refractory period, that they're kind of in their lizard brain, they're in fight, flight or freeze, or usually just prove their point or why aren't you listening to me? And 
that if they wait till the wave passes, then they're in their more expanded human brain and they can express themselves clearly, be compassionate, take someone else's perspective, problem solve. So that's on the teen side. And then on the adult side, we have to remember, you know, that as you just said, Dominique, it it took us all a while to learn this. And so often what happens is the teen, it's the, the main issue isn't that the teen comes at us wanting to be heard. It's that then we come back at them. So we're the grown-ups, hopefully. And we can just say something like, wow, I hear you. That sounds really intense. I'd like to some time to think about what you said and to respond. Um, you know, I'm taking it seriously and I want some time to respond so that we're not adding our waves to their waves. Because what happens is we they do a wave and then we do a wave and then it just gets into this tsunami thing. Whereas if we can just say, I see your wave, I honor your wave, I know it's important and I'm choosing for both of us that I'm going to respond later. You know, you're not just so appreciate it. that. Yeah. Yeah. I so, so appreciate that. Taking it, taking it one step further. Uh, my boys are 30 and 27 and they, I could feel that they're going through that, especially for boys, you know, coming into their true self, growing their own shadow and um, they both live with their dad. So um, I think not with their dad, but by their dad. And I, I could see this uh, triangulation going on. And of course, one goes to me, the other one. Blah, blah, blah. So I am of the one not to want to detach from it, but it's just not my rodeo. And I'm the first one to tell both of them. I said, you know, I'll pay to go talk to, and they both seen and got has re- reached out to other sources because I'm just not the right messenger. Neither is your father. You know, this is stuff that you have to figure out what is triggering you. This is a Dr. Amy question. This is a question that you might want. And I really do bring in um, counselors. counselors. I just do. You guys are the ones who are trained. Um, This is, and and especially this lately, especially over the holidays, stuff like this is going to start bubbling up. And if you think it's not, well, it you'll you'll it is especially being locked down for a few years and everybody has their own opinion of everything so yeah so i really encourage listeners out there to think that there are people out there that can serve the situation yeah very skillfully very skillfully communication yeah there's real wisdom in um knowing that we're not always the ones to help our children because we carry so much baggage and they're actually our teens are doing the developmentally appropriate thing of individuating from us and becoming their own people. And so they need to feel like they have that space. I had a friend from Stanford call me who is a mindfulness coach for young athletes in his own right. And his daughter's having difficulty. And he just said, I, I know I'm not the per- person to help her with this. It needs to be someone other than her dad. Can you help mm-hmm. us out? And I said, of course, um, you know, so totally appropriate to seek uh, 
wisdom and support just to so that it's not a head to head dynamic. Mm. And it, it honors the concept that it takes a village. I mean, we we all need a village in order to feel healthy and it takes a village for us to raise our children. I often say I have friends come up to me and ask me or they, they misidentified that I was the right person. And I'm like, you know, this is a Dominique. Question. <laughs> <laughs> this is not I can't hold space for it. I just cannot. You know, I just it's not me. At least I know my limitations. I know my limitations. And I do the same thing with my kids because. You know, this is this I, you know, because I can't, not the thing that, you know, your problem sometimes is my humor. It's like, why are you so upset about this? This is <laughs> are you in this is nuts. So and I can't that's not helping by me not falling down the well with you. And I'm, I'm not going to do it <laughs> at 60. I am not going down there. I'm not even going to. Open the lid. I know what's in there. I'm not going to look. OK, <laughs> I'm just going to flush it and go ask Dominique. That's what I'm going to do. That's my new path. Right. Well, it, so what we're expressing is sometimes in our family dynamics in the holidays, we pull out skeletons. So when <laughs> when you have a counselor, that really helps. Right. All right. We got a wave. We got a smush. We got Dr. D going like, I don't know what he was doing. He's doing the new doc, Dr. Amy said that clip thing, you know, that dance, the spin thing. We're doing it all. Let's take a break. Sarah Casaldo will be back with a shorty after these messages. Our teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Dr. Amy back with Teen Sports Radio. You can find me at stillquietplace.com. And I just wanted to build on Christine's lovely poem, one of my favorite poems. And this is actually a poem that was written by a participant in a mindfulness course at the University of Massachusetts, and it's called On Hospitality, A Reply to Rumi. So Christine's poem was about welcoming all our emotions or having our feelings, as I said. And this reply is about not letting our feelings have us. So here is the response. Welcome all the visitors, you say. Do not put bars on the windows or locks on the doors. Do not close up the chimney flue. Duct tape and plastic sheeting will not keep the visitors at bay. They'll pound on the doors. They'll break your windows. They'll breach the barricades and storm the beach. Swarm in like ants through the cracks. They'll leak like water through the walls and creep like mice and curl like smoke and crack like ice against the window glass. Keep them out. It can't be done. Don't try. Welcome all the visitors. Fine. 
There's all kinds of welcoming, however. I do not have to throw a house party. I will not post flyers. There will be no open bar and no one will get drunk and lock themselves in the bathroom. No one will break furniture, grind chips into the rug, throw anyone else into the pool or lose an earring in the couch. I do not have to run a guest house either. There will be no crackling fire, no easy chairs. I will not serve tea to the visitors. I will not dispense ginger snaps and ask my guests about themselves. Did my mother send you? Why must you plague me? Why not stay a while longer? Who are you really? If I must welcome, and I am convinced I must, let me build a great hall to receive my guests, like a Greek temple. Let it be open on all sides. Let it be wide and bright and empty. Let it have a marble floor, beautiful and cold and hard. Let there be no sofas, no benches, no dark corners, no ante rooms and no coat closets, no walls, not even a ledge to lean against. I will welcome anyone who comes. I will show them my enormous empty hall. Come in, come in, I'll say, and I'll even smile and perhaps make conversation for a while. And if someone settles on the floor as if to stay or circles round and round as if they've lost their way, I'll be kind and extend my hand and gently show them out again. So there's this balance of welcoming our feelings without uh, letting them dominate us. Back to you, Erica. Thank you. Well, teens, that's a lot to digest. (laughs) And it's just something that you just have to be mindful. And I always just do a 10 second rule. If something is real, I do this. I think this is an ageless movement. If something is pushing you, instead of losing it, you have to process it. Yes, because it's only going to build up like Dr. Amy was saying, but you should do it in your own space and your own time in your own place, because you, a lot of things that comes out, you can't take that stuff back. So, and then go find, build a team, go find the people out there that can best serve you, that bring you happiness because joy and happiness are the, are the two things you have to strive for every single day. We love our teens. We love our community. Thanksgiving is coming up. God bless you. Go out, get a turkey today. Donate it to the food bank. See you next week. Oh, 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 oh,